Johnson coming in at the top of the ring here. Um, today's guest is George Hartwig. George Furious Hartwig. George, for me, has been many things. Sensei, guitar teacher, vocal teacher, um, friend, brother, idol. George has been the living example for me that anyone who wants to do whatever it is they want to do, if they're dedicated enough and focused enough can make it happen and can find a way, no matter what the situation is, to achieve that goal. Um, me and George cover a lot of stuff here. George has got a lot going on. He's taking the internet by storm, doing a lot of live stream, doing a lot of community building, a lot of connecting. He's got um, a really cool um, gratitude... Uh, a history lesson, per se, of the Mike Knights he started and community he's built happening tonight, which is Friday, Saturday. George is doing another live stream and um, has got a partnership going on with the Fairview Tavern. And if you order within the certain um, parameters of the performance and if you order a certain amount, you get a $10 gift card. All the details on that are going to be posted below. Now, I've been um, I've been quoting Joe Strummer a lot, and I want to make I want to put the context out there. So this is a this is a Joe the Joe Strummer quote I keep bringing up. That let's see, Come on, Joe. And so now I'd like to say, people can change anything they want to, and that means everything in the world. People are running about following their little tracks. I am one of them. But we've all got to stop just following our own little mouse trail. People can do anything. This is something that I'm beginning to learn. People are out there doing bad things to each other. It's because they're being dehumanised. It's time to take the humanity back into the centre of the ring and follow that for a time. Greed, it ain't going anywhere. They should have that in a big billboard across Times Square. Without people, you're nothing. That's my spiel. So I've been uh, I've been referring to that quote a lot, and uh, I wanted to get a chance to put it out there in its full context. Um, all right, George Hartwig, everybody. What up, dude? Dicky in the house. How's it going, man? Little podcast action. Little little podcast action. You know, little podcast action for the day, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What you uh, what you working on there? Uh, oh my god, you really want to? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot going on. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> do you uh? Uh, th thank you for ending a conversation. Uh, my, uh, my wife and I were talking about organization of the house and, uh, it, it needed to switch to something a little more lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, uh, everybody's reacting to this, this Corona crisis differently. And I'm, I look at it and I'm like, dude, I got to, uh, can you hear me? Okay, Dave? Yeah, I can hear you. Good. I awesome. can, can you hear me? All right. Perfect. All right. Well, Perfect. hold on. I'm a, we're at the Zig at the gig podcast. I'm hanging out with, George Furious Hartwig, we're in his basement. <laughs> oh man! Oh, anyway, so everyone's to, everyone's going about this different. You were saying, and I agree. Yeah. 
facto. So some people, um, and actually we were just talking about this, man, being an open book. Uh, you know, my wife, you've met her many yep. times and, um, you know, the, the, the outside forces are coming in and, and affecting her energies in a very depressing way. And, yeah. uh, for me, because a lot of my income as a full-time musician is dependent upon, and probably you too, man, I, uh, we, we, yeah. uh, I'm <laughs> interested to see how you reacted to this too. But when DeWine announced all bars closing, I'm looking at that and I'm like, time to get busy, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you've been killing it with the live game and like doing, being active and being innovative. And a lot of people are kind of like, it's either, it seems either A or B and there's probably C, D, E, F, and G of how they're reacting to what's going on. It's in a lot of, it's kind of like, cause there's a lot of unknown. So there's a lot of depression, anxiety, and it's hard to like set that fear aside and work on something proactive. And... Dude. Try <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Sorry. I was gonna say, and what with what we do as musicians, uh, or anyone who uh, in, is working with any uh, form of the public, that makes it uh, hard to figure out how to continue what you do. So to find some ways that are proactive, because <laughs> it's hard enough to do it as it is. <laughs> right. So you go into a place and uh, you have a, a captive audience of five and the rest of the, the, the 50 of the rest of the people are like, oh, man, I hope this guy isn't too loud. Yeah. <laughs> so you, like, like, like you said, you, you take that you take that um, that mentality and then you're like, OK, well, I wonder what would happen if I did a live stream and everyone ever you're in, in my mentality. I'm thinking everyone's freaked out. Yeah. The, the last thing that people are going to want to do is uh, George, Furious George is live now, or Dave Ziggy Dicky is live now, or this band is live now. The last thing people want, oh, they're trying to, I gotta, I gotta figure out, oh man, this, I went to the fourth, fourth store this week and there's no toilet paper. I gotta go out again. I gotta go out. Yeah. Uh, dude, I was, um, the first live stream I did, I got, I saved it for later, but yeah. I got extremely emotive. I, when you, you see that little number in the side live and then you see, you know, 20, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, you don't, you can't really see who all these people are, but you're, you're sitting here and you're thinking there's a virtual room in a club where there's a hundred people, so to speak. Yeah. They're all there, but they're not watching the Browns game and they're not, maybe, maybe they're talking to their spouse or their people in their groups at their home, but it, it's an audience that are all there to connect from the power of music. Yeah. You know? and, it's in, and insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's really weird how distant, but connected that it, like it's making us in some degree. And, um, my friend, uh, Michelle Gall started this virtual CLE shows. Have you seen that bouncing around? I think, I think someone that's not connected to you sent me a link to that. Okay. Is, is she doing, um, is she promoting the, um, live stream concerts? They're like, uh, they're like live stream concerts, but she, Gall came up with the idea and developed the whole thing. Um, with a, with a team she's doing it now, but, uh, she, uh, she's got this, it's like a live stream, uh, concert, but it's not, live you gotta donate to get in it's in a zoom cloud meet 
So she made a she makes a, a chat and like you just donate a dollar or two and there's like three artists and it's like a singer in the round type deal. Yeah. And uh she she asked me to do the I did the second one and like that was right before I got all this hype. I'll I'll yeah. definitely I'll send you the info because you should get involved with that. Uh how was your how was your experience with that, Dave? First that was it was crazy. It was like how you, how your live stream <laughs> was like, it was like a, you realize I'm in my basement, but I'm seeing all these, all these people. And as soon as you do a song, like there's a, it's weird. Cause it's like in this cloud meet thing and someone controls everyone's audio and visual so they can focus on the, who's singing. And then when they're done, they bring it up to the next person and they mute everybody else. Uh, but there's okay. a chat. And, like, so as soon as you get done, you see all these clapping hands and, like, oh, I never heard of you before. And, like, I was, like, this is crazy. I was hyped up for the whole night. Like, I've I yep. just hung out with, like, 50 people playing in my basement, made $200 with three of my friends. And, like, it was insane. And so I've been trying to get behind everything Gaul is doing with this. And that's why I started doing more of these podcasts. Like, I've been interviewing everyone who's going to be on our show to help promote it. Yep. Dude, this is uh, when, because uh, your your thing when we started chatting a little bit um, online, I was just checking like, hey, how you doing? I saw your your happenings in your in your feed. I'm like, dude, Zig's podcast. <laughs> hell, hell, hell yeah, bro. Thanks, man. Yes. And, and then, and on top of that, your natural tendency for unity, community, and like, well, you know me, man. We go back a long yeah. way. So, like, biggest the biggest thing for me. Um, I, I kept seeing all this stuff on Facebook. Oh, this is depressing. And, uh, you know, the people blowing stuff out of proportion guys talking about, I only have 30,000 rounds in my house. I guess I'm going to have to go <laughs> ammo store to get 30,000 more. Um, this is a, this is a yeah. friend of mine and, and I'm looking at paranoia and I'm like, dude, what, what can I do? I, like all, all I wanted to do with that, the live stream stuff was like, I can't, I, we're very similar as well. I can, you can't sit still. I yeah. can't sit still. Not gonna sit here on my hands and go, uh, uh maybe let's see let's see if this blows over, man. And uh, you know, maybe maybe things will get but I'm like So I looked at I looked at my calendar, I'm like, for every gig that I have scheduled, whether there's me playing to this many people and I'm practicing and keeping the the, the, the musical gears lubricated, or there's five people or ten people in the room at least we're still doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 uh, I, I do, there's no more time in this little two week periods that I've been more grateful for the gift of music, <laughs> <laughs> the gift. That's, that's, we don't think about it, man. Right. It's like, Oh, I got, I got to late dude on Spotify. I got to, for some reason, I, like it took me your album, but I don't have the paid service. Yeah. The, I, so it, it came your album's up there and then it pushed up another band. We'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. but I, where's the C level? Uh, <laughs> so anywho, um, no, oh, thanks for checking that out. I wanted what I, I've been meaning to stop by. Cause one of the schools that where I teach, I do. So I'm a full-time teacher now. I, we haven't talked in a minute and I, I'm, uh, I got a hundred and some students and I do three different buildings and one's in Parma. So every time I'm leaving Parma, I'm like, I want to drop this record off. And I got this little clipping of uh, the scene article we were in. 
And yeah. I, I dropped, I don't know if you got to see that link, but I dropped your name in it at the beginning of it, at the interview. So I wanted to drop it off for you. Read it after we get off, man. Cause I was listening to the, I was trying to get the C level off, off Spotify. And like, I guess if you don't have the paid service, it shows your album, the, the cover art, all the tracks, but then it took me to some other band and gotcha. it sounded, it sounded like a Led Zeppelin cover band sort of like, <laughs> Kind of like uh, literally when these days I'm like what? it sounds like somebody <laughs> early took that song and covered it. I'm like that's, that's not cool. Gage. Yeah, that's <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Was it? I will. I'll send you a. I'll send you another link of that somehow. But I appreciate you checking that out. Was it? What a someone keeps sending me stuff. Um. Yeah, you found it. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah. I uh, just kind of going back to the no excuses, man. I I kept seeing no excuses. It's the Phoenix. It was the Phoenix. They changed the name. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're... The Phoenix Two. The was Phoenix it... Two. For uh, for our listeners, George is uh, he's got a he's doing a special live stream tonight. I'll probably get this out tomorrow, George, to promote what you got going on tomorrow. Dude, but, I, uh, this is badass, what you're doing, man. Um, but he just showed me a flyer from the Phoenix to open mic night which is where i met you and yep. where i met cody and where at least for me the musical thing started happening and uh what was your journey up till that as far as music before that yeah what was it up to that started playing guitar in high school that was uh i'm old god i'm old it's uh <laughs> 90s early 90s that's I, as a sophomore high school right and, um, dude, as soon as I could play the first three notes from a Van Halen song and I'm looking at the tab and it's at first, you're like, how do I decipher this code? It's upside down, et cetera. Yeah. As a guitar player, um, I'm like, this is going to be that, that moment that sometimes we have, it's like the movies, the heavens open up. <laughs> but I, for me, it was like Pac-Man. I am I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm way behind in this. I can't learn enough stuff fast enough, well enough. My dad was a full-time musician. Um, jazz and, musician. Uh, oh, badass jazz yeah. musician, man. Uh, he tried as hard as he could to push me away. Say, <laughs> don't, don't do what I do, George. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do, 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 a, do a career that's going to actually make you money, son. Do, do, do Be a lawyer, a doctor, man. Go to school. Get your education. So I did all that. I went to college, got a degree. And uh, all I could think of, dude, through every phase of that, we're talking high school, college, uh, job at UPS, job in, jobs in retail was music, music, music. I'm in the wrong place. I should have a guitar in my hand, putting food on my table, whatever that looks like. Because we don't know, right? Yeah. Your journey, your yeah. journey, you know, that success thing where they, I don't know if you've ever seen that. We've, we've, we've talked about this, but for your listeners, it's like yeah. you have... Two ideas of success if you've never taken the journey you've got point a point b and then a 45 degree angle between the two points if i work this proportionally i'm good and in music it's not success looks like <laughs> it staggers it's up it's down <laughs> yep this okay we're all the way here and there's our point i'm like oh man we're almost there and then something happens that takes you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Man, why am I doing this? I many, uh, when I was when I was on the road with Battery, that the, the Metallica tri tribute band, we're sitting there with a broken down truck in uh, Georgia. The band's 
pay, had to pay for the fuel pump for the thing to come back. Jeez. The drummer and I almost are getting into a fist fight on how the line for Sad But True should be sung. And I'm sitting, okay. here, I'm sitting here in my head going, Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm thinking, you've, you've run into the suit. What series of events in my life brought me <laughs> What was the bit? What was it? How are you doing it? How is it not right? It's, you know, I mean, what, what was his angle on that? Oh. Yeah. How, how are you doing it? Not, uh, I guess, not correct in his view. You ready? Yeah. This, this is it. All right. So in Sad Patrol, <laughs> there's the, on the recording, there's the, Hey, hey, uh, and I no longer care. I'm your dream, make you real. And James, the the, the singer, when you yeah. do a tribute, you got to get it exact to the album. And I had heard so many live versions of him going a semitone down. So it's, hey, hey. <laughs> and the drummer has to double me on that because we can't trust the sound. I'm going to go, hey, hey. So oh, he's doing Oh, I see, I see. That's... <laughs> so I'm and then he's going hey a full tone tone down for those of you out there it's one step on a piano keyboard instead of two if you're just a a music fan Uh, so we argued about this we argued about this like listen to the record man listen to the record and 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 I'm like you know what and I was stubborn I'm like I know how I mean the the reason I sing and play was one of the first songs I learned to sing and play was Enter Sandman I know I know Metallica man I know it and uh, my stubbornness and, and I let my ego get in the way of here's this guy who's had this band since 1991. They've toured around the world. They opened for Metallica. They were on MTV, voted Best Metallica Tribute Band. Here comes this douche <laughs> saying, no, 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 man. I appreciate, I appreciate your contribution to the way you think James is supposed to be portrayed, but let me... Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so uh, then, then, you know, you, know, you have, you have a, th- a thought about this and you're like, I've got, I'm a, I'm a full-time musician, but I, I've got my friends, my family, all this stuff I go home to where these guys, Lawrence and Phil have been doing this and this is their family. This is everything to them. Yeah. Battery is life. Battery is his family. Like they, they could have done so many other options. He could have been a studio engineer. He had a degree in studio engineering, but, uh, they just, it's the happy accidents of like, Oh, this is cool. I'm going to try this and try this. And they came over from Canada having, having their original band open for battery because booking agents heard that they were uh, playing Metallica. Well in America, they're like, we can book you just play your Metallica stuff and open for the original band. And then the battery thing just took off. That's how that happened. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that the origin of battery. That's the cliff cliff notes of the cliff note. Well, there's definitely a there's definitely a thing from a stepping back and from a heated argument like that and hearing what they have to say. Even if like in like times like this where everything's hectic and everyone's shouting all these different opinions and like everyone's getting panicked on one thing someone says, I think that's a key thing, a key a mindset to have to step back and really just hear what they're saying and hear where you're at because maybe they're right, you know. Man, and that's brother. a that's a musical uh, musical uh, equivalent of it for sure. Well, and 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 um, talking about the the jam nights, the the podcast or not podcast. The, that's what uh, we're doing now. <laughs> yeah. Wait, ba- 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 they opened for Metallica as Battery. 
Yeah, so in uh, whenever there Metallica did uh, an album of all covers. It yeah, was, the Garage uh, one. Garage Days Incorporated yeah. Vibe 1 and 2. And that was, you know, Turn the Page, Whiskey in a Jar was on that. The uh, Misfits. Right, right, yeah. right. I've got something to say. So they decide, Lars and the, the management of the band, they're like, well, we don't want to do a full-blown tour for this, but we need to promote this album. We need we need to do something to have fun with this. So they booked six dates, six, six tour dates. And then Lars, because he's a great marketing guy, uh, had the idea, well, why, how cool would it be if we got a tribute band to open up and play our stuff for the fans? Because they're going to want to hear Metallica too. And then we come out and we promote the Garage Incorporated album so around that whole time the the you know how like right place right time yeah battery battery had been voted best metallica tribute band they had a write-up this was before all the internet explosion too so this yeah. is all you one was mtv newspapers buzz and uh bad so mtv um had voted in best metallica tribute band they'd opened for a few nationals at this point and then i think usa today had written them up and Lars or the Q prime got a hold of battery at that time and said, Hey, you guys feel like touring with us. So as far as I know, that's the only example of a, of a, you know, big time act actually having a tribute band yeah. open up do their stuff. And that's part of what started the, ex the explosion for them, man, because they, I mean, what, I don't know. I don't know if there's even a bigger thing. All uh, three of the four band members endorsed them with, uh, like, uh, one of them said they take it to our level. That's pretty cool. James Hatfield said it's good uh, to finally hear us live. <laughs> and, uh, I think I think Lars said they play our explicit better than we do. Uh, huh. So um, that, I wasn't part of that time, but I was. I think I was Hetfield number five. The, the, again, Hetfield the number five. <laughs> That's awesome. I wonder, like, as a as a Metallica fan, they'd be like, "Sweet, they're gonna do this cover album. We're gonna hear some cool stuff." And they're like, "Wait, there's a whole other band playing. The opening band's playing them. That would be a crazy experience. You that'd know what I mean? That would yeah, be really weird. That'd be like if you guys, um, you and who's your drummer now, man? Um, There's this guy named Pat Bolin. He uh he actually he plays in the tribute uh band as well. He does a bunch of stuff. He plays in a Queen tribute band with uh uh why can't I think of his name? Uh come back to me. But uh he plays in a Queen tribute band, but uh yeah, yeah. I don't you haven't met Pat yet. No. Nope. No. I think last guy what? you might have met well, you know Jay. We've been hanging yeah. out with Jay and doing stuff with Jay. Uh Dude, I Hey, seeing you guys, I, I caught a little bit of the podcast. Or the um, why do we keep calling these damn things podcasts? Because we're doing one. <laughs> yeah, I, I caught I caught a little bit of what was going on. It was it was right at a point where where Jay had he put the camera back on himself. And he's like, <laughs> and, and I'm seeing I saw you and it six, six feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Monday we did a. I found this really cool. I've been I got these little GoPros right. And yeah. like, uh, I've been, so I decked out here, I decked, uh, I decked out all this stuff for this art gallery I've been working with, Negative Space. I've and, seen your stuff with that. Pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a non-profit art gallery and they got a full stage. And, um, so I've been, we have these monthly showcases and I was trying to develop a way to promote these showcases. So what I thought I would do was I would make little acoustic videos of each group and I would have them come in and do a podcast. So that way they can come see how sweet the space is. Uh, 
get a video and get a podcast that helped push the show. And, and it worked yeah. for the first couple rounds I've had it. And then uh, all this happened. But um, yeah, I had it decked out in a way where it wasn't a live stream thing. It was a record, edit, put together, put out type thing. So now I got all this gear. I'm trying to figure out how to live stream it. And I found this really cool program called Switcher. It takes like iPads and iPhones and anything that can you can download an app. It's a expensive program. It's like forty bucks a month, but I got a two week trial, so I don't know how many live streams I'm gonna do with like a multi angle thing. But you it can takes do- it to a different area though, man. You got this guy, and then if you got something on the on the other guitar player, and then a close up of the vocalist face. That's yeah, you know. That's for me as as a production minded dude, like letting go of my want to to like I want to make this a great visual audio everything experience yeah. for everyone. Just releasing to the let's keep this real. And when when I started doing these these live streams, it was like, how could I most closely replicate what I do? In, in, a, in a live acoustic show with the requests and, and, and giving the song lists out, found a way to put my song list up online. And so people can go to the link and download that during, during the show or even before that. But the tricky part is like, normally they're get they're like, they put the requests in the box or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's like, I want to see this. Hey man, can you play this? Can you play this? Can you? And on my screen, uh, yeah. you've probably you're playing and da, 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 maybe one person will make four comments. Uh, uh, Metallica for the win, and then all the other requests are gone. I'm like, yeah. you're trying, <laughs> you're track of all this stuff. You know? It's it's hard. It's hard while you're doing something to see something go by and acknowledge it too. Especially when you're yeah. like, when you're here, you want to show everyone what you're doing. You right. gotta step back, and then you guys squint and come back and <laughs> watch everyone read. Watch you read. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's Not a. Like that. It, wait, wait. <laughs> It's not only that, but you're looking at it and, and, and you're like, I, I want to write, I want to make sure I keep track of, of all this. Right. But the, the acknowledgement part, you're, you're sitting here and, and you realize it's a different communication medium. If I'm doing this the whole time I'm talking to you. Yeah, man. So it's uh, cool. And right now for you guys out there, I'm not looking at the, I'm not looking at Dave. Yeah. I'm just looking around, even though, you're not in front of me, man. You're you're miles away. There's a disconnect as soon as you go. For sure, when you're not looking at at the camera in this thing, uh, in this in the, uh, your iPhone camera or your or whatever camera. When you're not looking at it, you're discon um, you're dis oh shit, buzz. You're disconnecting, and like that's that's ruining the like actual like experience of being there and doing it with a or being at this live show this live stream show so to like work that and like figure that out that's a whole nother skill set so for all you uh for all you live concert peeps out there that are just trying to understand this and get this going number one tip when you're doing it and it's easier because you don't have people in front of you to look at just find your phone camera and keep acknowledging your peeps out there man just let them let them see your eyes they want your eyes nice. <laughs> sick <laughs> was it well going back to the live stream you're you're doing a special one tonight about the journey of open mic nights that you've been through like what i was trying to so you started by three notes of a van halen song what yeah. what was the steps from there till when i met you at no excuses the phoenix to 
Okay, so Cliff's, Cliff's notes on that. Um, Just start to... playing. Yeah, okay. dude, a lot. this was a lot like your situation, except the two guys that uh, I had the uh, good fortune to be with in my first original band didn't have the same, I want to go forward with this mindset. The, the bass player, still one of my best friends to this day, one of my best friends since second grade, Keith Murrow, um, they actually... Part of the impetus of, of playing guitar at the start was, hey, man, I know your dad showed you some keyboard stuff. Can you come down and uh, listen to our original song? We put this together. And I'm sitting there thinking, when when did you start playing bass? Oh, yeah, I do. And Matt Bittner plays guitar and Mike Buer plays guitar. And we got this this guy, shyest guy you'll ever meet, Jim Lacey on the drums. You met Jim. Yeah, Jim's a cool guy. And, and so I'm sitting here and I'm like, what 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 where does this go? What, we're just jamming like and this is foreign to me because my dad is was structure yeah like i got to learn a song for this gig and i'm playing it i'm playing an italian wedding george so i got to learn these five italian standards and and here i am here's this guy saying hey man can we have fun so i want to i want to kind of lace this into the jam night stuff specifically so once once we once um the three we, we went from a group of five to eventually a group of three because we started getting more serious about the music. So um, it got to the point where I'm like, we auditioned singer after singer after singer. And I, I, I Singing just started out of necessity. I'm, I'm like, guys, you know what? It'll be just easier if I sing. And they're like, well, you're already playing rhythm and lead. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's no big deal. I want to do it. You want to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, my friend, yeah. what, I, what a blessing and a curse that is, right? Yeah, yeah, Dave can do it. Oh, Dave can do everything. Uh, so, what did that that the side note in that journey for anyone who's trying to figure out who's in that same situation of like the singer doesn't show up? How do you even begin to how the, the a cliff note of how you began on that journey? It probably wasn't a Van Halen song. No, the singing. Yeah. So the singing. Um, I think we had auditioned seven or eight singers, and. I'm sitting here in my head. Part of it, part of it was I put so much time into these riffs and so much time, like this is my heart and my soul. And here comes this guy with these lyrics. Oh yeah, man. The, the first band's name overpowered. That was our name. Hey man, uh, I got these lyrics for you, George. It goes something like this. Uh, you allow profanity on your podcast. Yeah, it's fine. I gotta, I gotta plug my thing in. I'm listening. Okay, cool brother. So he goes, uh, he brings these lyrics in. And he's got uh, the sheet, and the title of the song is called "My Sweet Little Horror." <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and the drummer, the drummer's, the drummer's looking at me like, "Oh yeah, you know, this guy seems like he's pretty metal." I'm like, "No, <laughs> that's not where the song's internal. It's supposed to be here." Uh, yeah. The more we went along, it, it, I'm like, "Well, I'm I, I'm never going to be happy with another lyricist because deep down, I want to express myself that way." I didn't realize it until I had enough people come through and I'm like, that's not serving the song. That's not serving the song. That's not serving. And then it came in my head. I'm like, well, is anything going to serve the song unless it comes out of your, your head lyrically. So now you, you better shut up or put up, you know? Yeah. So we started writing original songs, uh, stuff started, started moving fast forwarding the first jam night experience of this, this shaped this guy and how I run stuff. Cleveland Cafe. Yeah. Neil Zaza. Shout out to Neil Zaza. Awesome guitar player. Shred. Awesome. 
still still slamming, still teaching. But on this particular day, I hated Neil Zaza. <laughs> Tell you why, because we came in, we're three young, impressionable guys. This is, I think, our first jam night, first jam night, Cleveland Cafe. First Neil time com- ever playing out. Okay. I th- besides the basement for yeah. our friend, yeah. This is a, my 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 two bandmates are nervous as hell, right? They're they're, uh. <laughs> or what do we what do we do? And and you know, my my bass player had this ritual when anytime we would play out, he'd have to drink a, a half to a full bottle of Pepto Bismol. Yeah, yeah. He's. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? It'll just help me, brother. I gotta relax. Anxiety, right? So this this tells you a little bit why this (laughs) too far forward. So we're sitting there, we're sitting there, and and I I see musicians jam night. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. Go to Cleveland Cafe, and this was a place, by the way, uh, near Lakewood on 117th. It's gone. It's it's no longer. It's over by where that Home Depot and Target shopping center is. Oh, okay. There. Yeah, yeah. A uh, lot, a lot of the older folks in Cleveland know that place. Made a lot of, a lot of memories there. But um, that night, um, what's up, guys? We're gonna we're gonna play uh, we're gonna play our opening set, and then we'll we'll get the jammers up. Okay, so uh... thanks for coming. Imagine. You expect 30 minutes, 30 minutes of instrumental rock. Yeah. 45 minutes of instrumental rock. <laughs> oh, uh, Megan requested that we do Stairway to Heaven. Um, <laughs> a 20 minute opus instrumental version of Stairway to Heaven. Where he, and dude, I'm <laughs> I now would, would, would beyond appreciate this, Dave. I would be like, oh my God, this is, like he's playing, not be playing lead, but the guy was then. I am sitting here and I'm burning fire into this guy's body with my eyes. I'm like, Oh my God, what is going on here? An hour and a half later, their Jeez. host said hour and a half later. I just like this, this out external crisis. I'm like, time to get busy, son. Let's fire it up. Let's, 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 let's bring it to the peeps. I leaped up. I'm, I'm like, let's go guys. Come on, come on. I'm fired up. Right. I'm, yeah. looking, at my, I'm looking at my bandmates. My uh, my bass player, my drummer. If there was, you know how dogs when you scold them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Done. Dude, I don't even want to play now, man. I, you know, go home. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Let's blow this thing off the stage. So we we did get up there. Yeah. And and my bandmates to this day, they still talk about that as 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 being like a, an emotionally scarring experience for them. <laughs> I remember, dude, my reflections of thoughts in that week I, in my head, and I swear to God, this true true thought, dude. I'm like, if I ever get the chance to do, if I'm ever on that side of the stage, this will never happen to any musician. This will no no musician will feel because. You don't know when, when, when you host these jam nights, you don't know who's out there. You don't know if it's their first time. If, if, if they came out, you see a guitar and you're like, as a host, the reaction is for mo a lot, some hosts, Oh man, I got another guy. I got a, yeah. And a jam night by definition, right? A musician's jam night. You're doing a podcast right now. I'm in your house, man. You invite this guy right so hey uh you guys uh you guys comfortable you want 
And anything to drink? All the couches over there. Yeah, we got some. Uh, we got we got some uh, PlayStation action over there. If you guys want. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If you're new to the place, yeah, come on in. But a lot of times, what happens is you're the you're the new guy, gal. You walk in, head down, guards up, defenses up. Host avoids. Host looks. You know, we we've, we've yeah. both been to these kind of nights. So. Um, going through there was a bunch of musical stuff in, in the middle of that i i eventually realized that my direction was not the same as my bandmates and i had a I think a period of two or three years where i didn't do much with music at all because i was so frustrated and music I, I always make this analogy like the uh the guitar or music is like the significant other boy or girl that will never talk back to you but it will always be sitting there presented to you in the most seductive way. <laughs> and you always feel guilty for not spending time with her. And, but she'll, she'll never say anything to you. She, okay. Well, you know, you want to wait five years, six years. Um, I'm still in the case. I mean, I need to be tuned now, but you know, <laughs> and, you know so, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, that's um, awesome. the, the only yeah. other thing that I did that was kind of significant in between there is I played in a, uh, when I was in college, I, I went through the point of I'm so sick of not doing music. I got to do something. Got back into singing and playing, found a cover band that uh, I had to drive 40 minutes out to the practice. It was Ooh. in the middle of nowhere in Cleveland. And uh, we, we were doing good. We did we did great money. But then uh, we found out that the the bass player had uh, – he was an alcoholic. And yeah. the uh, the drummer had an outstanding warrant for his arrest. And all came <laughs> One gig, and then the band was done. <laughs> That's so, like so, the most spinals tap like way. <laughs> oh, dude, it, it, was, it was so awesome! I swear to God. And and in the middle of the show, this Dave, this, this yeah, story, I, don't ever, I don't think I ever told you. No, this. I remember you told me about the cover band, but not this. This is awesome. They, they were called Thunder. It was called Thunder. Thunder. Like, the, the drummer had the high voice, tenor, so he did like the. Uh, ACDC and the Ozzy and the stuff and I did like the Metallica the 90s stuff and it was great people loved it the energy was great middle of the show all the uh, the, the drummer comes up to me dude can you do uh, do 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 your glycerin okay we'll be, I'm like what yeah yeah get a drink man we'll get you a drink we I'm like what's going on here they all they're all, they all go out to the van they burn one probably okay. a, because the van it's like a big cloud of smoke it's in the parking lot when, when I'm done I'm still not in there and that, this was the same gig that uh, towards the end, like the bass player just disappeared and the drummer, they were outside. And I'm like, uh, what, should it, I? <laughs> oh, so you're, you're still on stage. You finished that bush tune and then you're like, you notice the cops I, out. <laughs> like, outside, the guys are outside. They take about probably 20 more minutes to, to finish their rituals outside and I was the outsider. I was the young, I was really, yeah. I was the young kind of band. I was in my like early twenties and all these guys were at least the, the guitar player could blow Randy Rhodes away, away with his shredding. This guy, he, he was in a nationally touring heavy metal band. Yeah. It was, it was the most hodgepodge group of guys you could put together. And I was just happy to be singing and playing in front of the band. So we, um, we finished the show and then at the end of the show, that's when all the stuff went down. And then, I couldn't get a hold of anybody else after that. And I'm like, okay, so no more gigs, no more practice. No more. <laughs> so, so after that, how did, how, how that night wrap up when you're done and you go to get, you get paid out from the bar you're at and half the band's arrested. 
the drummer, the drummer's, the drummer's uh, girlfriend was was the band manager, oh, right? Okay. So uh, it was really weird, and I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a noob to all this, right? So drummer, the bass player disappears. Drummer, uh, drummer is outside with the cops. Guitar player, he's sitting there like I am, and we're just waiting. And then the the girl, the, the the drummer's girlfriend, good job tonight, you guys. What's going on? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys can just go home. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 all right <laughs> yeah yeah uh another story oh man fast forward okay um, yeah back back in the loop <laughs> we're almost we're almost to our meeting we go to college um decide that uh i've got original music in me and that i need to either you know poop or get off the pot with that it's i'm like i gotta make an album i gotta make an album around this time Reznor was big too 90 yeah. snail and I realized, you know, it's, it's, is it a crime if I do everything myself, the drums, the bass, the, the guitar, because at the time I was working retail, I was isolated from the musical culture entirely, but I really wanted to prove to myself that like, I, I can get an album out. I can say, I want to look back on it for the rest of my life and say, that was the best thing I could have done at that time. Three and a half years later, <laughs> oh, man. I think I started learning how to record stuff in 97, maybe, was it not? No, 90, 90, something like that. It didn't finish the album until 2000 something. And I got it up on Spotify. It's still, it's still sell, selling stuff. Land of Confusion, my, nice. my cover before Disturbs came out. But um, then you, you fast forward to me. I, I think I was, I spent about eight years in retail up to this point. We're at 2006 and um I'm, I'm frustrated again, again, I'm, I'm like, I, I was one of the number one, I, I did really well at the job and I, in here, the, yeah. the gut wasn't happy. And we, we've talked about this part and, um, I, uh, send a lot of credit out to my significant other, my, my not yet spouse, then Katie, because we had a couple conversations where I asked her like, what does she want to, what do you want to do? She was in the mortgage business. This is before the crash. Yeah. And well, I, I'd, I'd love to be a homemaker and stay home with the kids and, 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 and help raise it, help my family. And then I had the, the, I had the wherewithal to say, well, uh, no, I mean, what do you want to do for a job? I mean, what, what kind of <laughs> pretty noble. I mean, a lot of, I'll have, you know, that being a mother is one of the most important jobs in the world. And that's why so many children are, I can't messed up in this world. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And then, do what I wanted to do. It's point. I told, it's point. I, I do. I told her, um, well, I'd, I'd love to be, I'd love to do music for a living, but I'm in my early thirties and it's, it's that time has passed me by. I don't think there's really any way for me to do it. Cause you know, Cleveland's an economically depressed town and we do this with our dreams. We put all of these, these things in front of us of fears. And, and these are reasons why, and there were legitimate reasons why, I mean, I had a house at this time, my own house, I had moved out and I, I had a house payment and bills and really real grown up things. And for me by myself to just jump ship and say, yeah, I'm going to go do this. Yeah. But, um, because, uh, over time it got to the point where I was, uh, almost going insane from the job because, um, to do music full time, it has to like 
I believe it has to call to you. And I, I knew it when I met you too, man. I, I knew it. I'm like, you're, 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 you're doomed. You're, you're this, doomed. It, it's in you, Dave. It's in you. <laughs> and I saw, dude, I saw it. I like when, when we, when, when I first met you and we started our, our friendship, I'm like, this guy is on, he's, he, he I, I'm, I'm, I, and I talked, I talked to all your friend, your mom and all everybody like, cause man, we were just babies back then. I'm like, I'm like, he's going to go through a lot of joy and a lot of, <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, because I think he's in it for the long haul. I think that, I think that, that this, this guy's um, um, his music is, is him, you know, and, and that's one out of every hundred students that I'll, that I'll teach. So well, like, thanks man. <laughs> <laughs> Ditkey in the house, man. Everybody, if you're listening, you're listening to Ditkey support this stuff. It's it's the way, man. This is connection. That's that's the big word that I've I've been buzzing around in my head for the last two weeks. Connection, connection. Was it? I've uh, been on this. Uh, uh, to put a pin in. I, I you're doing a real good timeline. I'm with everyone. I've been trying to talk to. I'm trying to get a timeline so people can start to know who I'm interviewing. But I've been hooked on this. Uh, this Joe Strummer quote with um. It goes that without people you're nothing, and like until like times like this, it's really a, it's a really true, <laughs> true statement that's been resonating. So, anyway. uh, and, uh, no, dude, to add to that, then I'll because uh, we're we're up to to our part now. Um, the uh, to add to what you were saying with that, um, my dad. Uh, the the problem is our parents, it's not really a problem, but you realize as you get older, your parents at some point were just screwed up individuals that were trying to figure it out as parents growing up. When, when, when you're a child, mother is the name for God and the lips and hearts there, they can, they're your window to the reality of the world. Right. But I realized that, um, well, my dad always said the negative stuff about the music business, the, the, the late hours, sometimes, uh, they'll agree on X pay and you won't, if, if you're in this, don't do it for the money, George, da, 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 da. uh, you know, talking about playing with musicians that to play too loud or show up too late and all, negative, 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 negative. The only joy that I saw was when he was learning new stuff or, you know, I to expand my repertoire, George, and he would, my dad was a hell of a musician, but the biggest surprise to me when I started doing music full time, uh, and, and getting back to, this is going to connect to Katie now. Um, it was, I, I started, I got to the point at HH Greg, that was my last job as a commission sales guy, where I went from being like eighth rank salesperson in the company to being like 22nd in my store. <laughs> and part of it was yeah. I, I had, I, I got so frustrated again, the music come to me, the guitar, <laughs> in the box and she yeah. says it's been so long so long <laughs> and i start picking it up and then i'm like you know what just for the hell that i'm going on scene back page look it up megadeth tribute band looking for dave mustaine easy roll for person that knows the parts and i'm like easy roll okay i remember some megadeth songs and then i realized oh my god this is literally the most challenging thing you can sing and play in the world yeah but yeah i looked at that dude and something snapped in me and i'm like call him, do it. It, it just, just that, that step that we all have as musicians that should I, I don't know. I'm not, am, am I too good enough? Is If I had this one piece of gear, I could, if I did, you know what I'm saying? All yeah. these things put in our way. And I'm like, my mentality for the last 13 years has been book it and figure it out 
afterwards. Put the date on the calendar and figure out who's going to be in your band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, if, I feel that's, that's a great way to think about it because if you have that there, you're going to be proactive to actively address the challenge of that gig or that night or figure out how you're going to drive there and drive back or like, so I started to do the, I started to do, I, I looked at how, you know, Oh, I could play about 20 songs singing and playing acoustically. And then I, I started to build that. And I, I forget how I, I, Oh, the, 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 the HH Greg was the North Olmsted one. And I started looking around at the local venues just within a small radius and the Phoenix was close to that. And I can't remember exactly how, it's all blurry. That was like two thousand six, yeah. seven, yeah. Say, long time ago. But I go to the I go to the bar owner, and uh, I, I establish a good rapport with him. I th- oh, I did a couple of acoustic shows, and he you remember Jim? He's just yeah. laid back, right? It's like, hey man, when are you interested? In maybe you should you should host a jam night with me. I got this guy, he's a metal Bob. You guys, you're <laughs> really cool. And and I'm like, okay, so. What? Well, I mean, just be your personality. You're perfect for it. These guys that I got now, they're not working for me, man. I'd never host that. That was my first one. That was my first. That you want to talk about like figure it out as you go along. So um, I was doing Degameth, the Megadeth tribute band, and trying to build that from yeah. nothing. Doing the acoustic thing and slowly, like trying to add to the repertoire for that and trying to figure out like, okay, in Cleveland, is this possible? And then at the same time. Um, one of my friends that worked at uh, shout out to Bob Bruno, Godfather, Cleveland music scene, Bruno brothers. Uh, yep. He worked at, at Bruno brothers and uh, he's like, you should call my buddy, Bob. If you, if you're, if you're looking to get out of HH Greg and make a little money on the side, you should try teaching guitar, like, teaching guitar. Cool. So I, I started to actually see a business plan, man, for myself, not yeah. and, and look, that's the thing. Musicians, if you're listening to this out there, we are artists and the integrity of our art is, is, is prime. But the the don't neglect the business side because you don't want to be left at the end. You want to always have a plan. You want to have or at least have some game plan of, you know, one year, five years. That's that's the way I started looking at this. But at that time, it was like, is it possible to make half the money that I did at my other job and build from that in a six month period? And I didn't know I'm, on paper it looked good. But it was like, dude, it was it was one of the most scary and most exciting parts of my life. Phase two, I can call it. And this yeah. would be phase three. This this stuff that we're going through now, because the rule this this is gonna change all the rules for local For local sure. For sure. So now now we're to us. And um so uh Metal Bob and I, we start hosting this jam night and uh we, I think I, did I, did I do acoustic host sets? I write, I think I played I think, a couple. I think first. you started off acoustic. Cause I remember going to the first one with the old crew. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember that guy. Like I remember the, I can't remember his name, but I can remember his face and the songs they played. And I remember when you guys stepped in, Bob had like this intro track. It was like a production. Oh, right. like, about that. See if you can find that. That would be sick for tonight. If you can get Bob to send you that, the play at the beginning of your. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. You know what? I'm gonna write that down, dude. That because I I was I was uh, messaging him when we were messaging yesterday, and I'm like, there's something that he's got to have intro track. Yeah, that um, track was sick. 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what I was going to go with that. Um, so so uh, getting up to to you, I think the the first one, the first jam night, um, I'm done with my host set, and then we get the jammers up, and I realized, okay, well, host that means you need to be in my mind. I I didn't have examples. I didn't I didn't go to a ton of jam nights. I think I went to Billy Morris's. Uh, live band karaoke once. And, yeah. And I, 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 he, he let me play one of my original backing tracks that I sang over. And then uh, we played for whom the bell tolls that they, they played behind me, which was pretty cool. That was hi-fi. Hey, yeah. hi-fi. <laughs> but, but we got off stage or I got off stage and then uh, I can't remember if I started talking to your family or you or, or what happened, but, um, and there's, there's old, I got to go back and find it for tonight's live stream. Um, it's a YouTube video. Of oh gosh. <laughs> I think you're playing either. It's like we're doing a Hendrix or. A, yeah. or a, I had that flying V. I remember I had a flying V and we did Hey Joe and Cody sang it. And my friend, uh, spoiler alert. So dude, this is great. This is so awesome. I wish, I wish that, I wish that uh, this, this could like kind of be, <laughs> before what I'm going to be doing tonight with the jam night thing, because, um, it's I literally, can, I can try to, I can try to fart it out real quick, patch it up and get it up. You know, what I mean? because it's like literally pick up the story. Cause where I was going to start on that live stream was this exact, this exact part, the first, the first jam night that, that I started with. Um, but I'm, I'm going and, and, and here's this, here's this long curly haired kid. And, uh, I think your dad, your dad always had a lot. Your dad, your dad is one of, of Mr. Ziggy's best salespeople. Oh, George, man, you gotta play with, play with Dave. And then Jim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, this kid, you know, he plays Stevie Ray. He plays Hendrix. I mean, he, he rips, dude. You should hear him play. I'm like, okay, cool. And we had some, I can't remember the dude's name, the drummer guy. He was bald, right? Yeah. That, yeah. Phil. Was it? I remember he was doing that thing where you like pull yourself up on the bar. Like, like yeah. those poles, and he was able to support himself with it. I remember me and Cody would try to do that. <laughs> we we used him for one of your shows. It was some outdoor festival. I yeah, think. Well, I, I would. It was I, a uh, no that heritage days or I can't, something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's pictures of that, and I, I remember your mom or somebody somebody was watching. No, Kim. She's like. You don't know what to do with your hands when you don't have a guitar, do you? <laughs> uh, I was just thinking, but um, wow, dude, man. I remember, yeah, I remember I, that. I, I remember just being uh, so. It felt it, it, it felt so invig like once I released my job, and that that happened very shortly after this. Once once because there was a, there was a, a overlap where I was still at my full time job. And really trying to do the music. And part of the reason why my full-time job, I dropped to like that low rank in the store is all I would do at the store is make look up bars and look up venues to call, try to network musicians. I, I was doing all this music networking at work on the phones. And I, my, my district manager would walk by. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. So, I mean, uh, what kind of uh, acts are you look for? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, sir, we do have that. that tele- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hi, Larry. How you doing? Hello, George. T- television. Yeah, give give me one moment, sir. One moment, one moment. So, and he realized. <laughs> he, 
what he let me go. That, that's yeah. what actually, George, I'm going to give you two options. You're one of the best salespeople we've had here, but I can either fire you for job abandonment because mentally you haven't been here in six months or, uh, I can say eligible for rehire and let you go chase your dream. And, and, and buddy, that's what I'm going to do. So George, good luck. And okay, I, well. when I walked out of the parking lot, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm equal parts relief and excitement. Like this is the universe handing you this opportunity on a silver platter and fear because you want to talk about unknown dude, like literally unknown. Can I do this? I'm older too. As, as an, as a, as you know, I wasn't like middle-aged at the time, but it was like that, that weird place where most guys, oh, I'm out of college and I'm trying to find my job and here I am. Yeah. Well, I just left a job with a 401k and benefits and now I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> I'm going to go into this and all of my family, like anybody that had any rational, like if you're a rational person, so to speak. Oh, so you're, you're doing your music thing. <laughs> How's that little music thing going for you? Is it, it's, Oh yeah, that that music that music thing. You, you getting gigs? Cool. I mean, but like, what do you? Where do you work? Like, what's your full time job? What, what's your day gig? And and in this town, unless you're, people don't understand. Unless you're an American Idol, or they see you as the, the perception is reality, right? So you tell somebody you're a full time musician, they say, full time. Oh, so that means he probably uh, plays gigs on the weekends. Is an alcoholic, uh, cheats on his <laughs> wife. Uh, is one of the most irresponsible person. Yeah. <laughs> was it? I was uh, actually I was talking with um I did an interview earlier this week with Emily Keener who was on oh. The Voice. Yes. And uh, that was an interesting perception of how how she was saying how she at twelve she was doing bar gigs like. Yeah. What? Yeah, what? dude. Um, and then her- when she. she- Sorry. No, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say. And then when she got done with uh, the NBC thing, like she was able to book like uh, ticketed event events, you know, like uh, instead of like the bar gig where you were there to fill the void kind of thing and entertain, she was like, people were coming to her. And I was like, how do you do that? Oh, you go on a show like, okay. (laughs) No, that's, that's what it is, dude. That's kind of, I I'm looking at all this stuff and, and I'm going to kind of fast forward through a lot of stuff, but the, the, the jam night, uh, I don't, I can't remember how long we went with that. The Phoenix, man. I can't remember that. Uh, two years, three years, maybe. I remember, I remember I got some pictures from the last one, the last night after this, I'll, I'll send them to you if I can find them. Oh, dude, um, if they have, that would be prime. That would if be it awesome. what? It'd be awesome. If, uh-huh. if they had, they have a date. All I need are seasons, like blah of two thousand eight or whatever, because trying to put together the timeline. But yeah. um, when mm. I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. I've got the acoustic thing, which is which is I'm building that, and then I'm working the Megadeth tribute band, which I realize is probably one of the hardest sells ever because the only it's it's a it's an audience of forty and older and all guys. So like. You know, limited market. <laughs> yeah. You get like a disco inferno versus a, a degameth. Which one are you going to go see? Especially <laughs> if your lady's like wants to go out and dress up nice in that in that age bracket. That's 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 that market. But I I, I realized um, like in order for me, it's it's the same thing with the Keener thing. Dude, there's there's an exact parallel. Um, 
you have to make your own opportunities. And the more, sometimes it's being the right place, right time, but you won't be in that right place, right time, unless you're nailing your nose to the grindstone and, and practicing your craft yeah. and just in, eating it, just, just going after it, baby. So like when I, uh, when, when I was my space, taking it back, baby, <laughs> going, going back to my space before that, was, you know, that was the big music thing. Um, when I one of the ways I, I learned to market the Megadeth tribute is attach it to other tribute bands of like, you know, Ozzy Osbourne tribute and Megadeth, uh, Judas Priest and Megadeth. But then you associate, of course, Metallica with Megadeth because Mustaine was kicked out of Metallica. And at that yeah. time, nobody had ever seen the two bands on stage together except for maybe one concert. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to go after the local guys. I'm going to look for the biggest Metallica tribute in the world. And I'm going to see where they're playing and I'm going to try to contact those clubs directly and pitch the idea of a Megadeth band opening up for the Metallica band. The booking agent of battery caught on to this. He didn't like it very much. <laughs> now, George, are, is this George? Is it? Oh, this, this is Batman. Please hold. Yep. Hello. Yes. George. Yes. Speaking. Who is this? And, you know, here I am in my, my dingy basement in Parma, you know, uh, uh, Ballast Entertainment, booking office service, you know. <laughs> you know, so that was my first. And, and I, a funny thing is, I ended up uh, being in that band because nine years their singer had been in that band and he finally, he, he, he said, I'm, I've done this enough. I'm retiring. I've had enough of this. They posted it up on MySpace and I looked at it and I said, that's my gig. <laughs> I need mean, that. Nice. My soul said, this is why my drummer and I practice three and a half hours of straight Metallica in a basement with no bass player for no reason, just, just to bleed it out. And, um, when, uh, when that came up, you know, I had more to think about though. I had, I was, I was married at the time. I had a zero year old kid and here's this band that is offering, yeah, we go to Virgin Islands and Honduras, uh, Alaska. You know, we, sometimes we go to Florida, Texas. And, <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, tour? What? Yeah. <laughs> Which has so, to be exciting because as a band, like, that's one that's kind of it keeps everything fresh when you can go play your thing somewhere else and network and everything's kind of new. But if it can do it in a way that's successful and, uh, building it's there's like a hype to it when you go out and play somewhere and like you meet well, people and it's a good show and you make a little scratch and come back what battery much, was a different level because they've been doing it for years so well, like, and, go ahead, i was gonna say so like every night was like a it wasn't like gonna it wasn't not too often was it going to probably be um a miss well much love to you're doing dude and the amount of stuff that you've like sea level was built from scratch and it's 10 times harder to build an original product and keep the faith in that and oh we got five people at this show or we got two people listening in our basement show we got six people listening to this backyard show and you just keep hammering forward you do a tribute band and I joined a pre I joined a pre-existing product. So it, it was it was a very fast track for me, which is what I needed at the age that I was at to um, boost the resume, so to speak. Like and, I, and and I didn't realize that at the time. For me it was it, it was just I know I have to do this, but I don't understand why. Like everything in my yeah. soul 
I have to do this. Hardest thing in my marriage, hardest thing in my family. God bless my wife. I don't know if you can hear her upstairs. She's yeah, a little bit, but it's all good. <laughs> this is so awesome, dude, because this is real. This is like, yeah. That's probably the third or fourth time during this podcast that she's had. <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. My love goes out to the missus because uh, out of all of us, she's been affected the most by this this crisis because the kids, there's no break. Yeah. There's no break. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly what I've been doing is planning online lessons, sending them to parents. So like at, at thinking about what uh, what our kiddos are doing and let alone every other kiddo and like the fact that some schools, they're like, they don't know if they're going to open the rest of the year, you know, Dude. which is insane. Fine. I, but, I don't even, it's a new, it's a, um, I was talking with, with, I was, uh, messaging back and forth with E-Rock yeah. because E-Rock, he's a big player for wish you were here. He's, uh, you want to talk about a business general. He's got, he plays with Michael Stanley in two different bands. He's got the Neil Young thing. He's got, uh, Jim and E-Rock. He's got, so he's, he's, uh, he's an elder statesman in the Cleveland music scene. Yeah. Uh, the elder statesman as far as that goes but um he's also in a weird position because he's a bass player that can sing very well but you and i we can go on and make a live stream just ziggy ziggy going live in five boom you got your guitar there you got your dobro you got any i'm sure yeah. you have 10 more unique weird thing. <laughs> yeah shout out to shout out to ziggy again my wow, friend shucks man Deck, was Deck, it I actually did a for a so for my for my online lessons with my students we're learning since they don't have instruments right yeah. we're learning about different music cultures yeah. and uh, last week this week's India and at the beginning of each lesson I'm 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 trying to convey I'm learning it with them so I'm taking a theme I know that one of them likes and recording yeah. it in that style right so last week was uh, Brazil so I did a som- uh, like a bossa nova with um, the Loud House theme. I don't know if yeah. you, you've uh, been uh, exposed to that cartoon. Uh-uh. And then I did a, this week I did a, the Angry Birds on the sitar. Oh, they'll know that. Yeah. But yeah. So you're taking stuff that's real to them. They've probably heard this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Trying to make it fun and show them I'm learning it with them and we're in this together type deal. But that's a weird, that's the weird instrument of the day. But you're right. Like with E-Rock went or like maybe a drummer or someone who, uh, who necessarily can't just carry a show on their own? The being quarantined and separated is a lot harder for them to be active and try to so, remain uh, um, in everything. So on that man, this is what I told him because I I thought about this and I was back and forth with him and I'm like, this guy, as every musician does. Let's say you're let's say you're a vocalist straight vocalist, you don't play an instrument, you you sing with your duo guitar player, or you're a you're a bass player that doesn't sing. Yeah. Or let's you're you're a percussionist and you play with seven different bands. A violinist. Well violinist can be a solo. Yeah. But in his I I I actually I messaged him back and I, I'm like I just wanted to to say that you have more hidden things that I think people would love to uh, hear you express or talk about than you possibly realize. Uh, and he's like, well, what are you talking about? And I, I, I said, um, with everything, with all of your musical experience, take away 
you know, because he has, he, he's built, he's been in the city. He was a radio DJ before all this. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, that it's Iraq. Iraq. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Tell me before this is over where, I don't think I've ever asked you where Ziggy came from. So, so stand by on that. Okay. Put, put, a, put, put a pin, a pin in on that. it. Tim um, Moon. Queen guy. Queen tribute yeah. guy that Pat plays with. Tim, Tim Moon. Tim Moon. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. All right. Iraq. He's doing the radio. Yeah, man. So, so, you know, if, if, if you're used to just being on the performance train and let's say, you know, you diversify your interests. I diversify what I do a little bit, but now I'm, now I'm realizing like, you know, I've been, I've been wanting to do this internet angle for about five years and I've just never given myself the headspace or the time to think about it. But back, you know, talking to him, like, Wish You Were Here has, every time they play House of Blues, they sell it out. That means yeah. that there's a lot, a, lot of, a lot of ears out there. Not everybody's interested in hearing, let's say, Paul McCartney's backstory. Not everybody's interested in hearing Ringo Starr and how he came up with his this few songs here for the Beatles. But I'm, I'm, I guarantee if E-Rock made a thing and said, uh, some, some early stories from Wish You Were Here, or my... My early years at St. Ed's with Jim. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Even if people didn't, weren't all tuned into the thing, I think part of this is because I'm getting a lot of people uh, that are coming back and saying, hey, man, I just listened to this. This show was cool. This show was cool. And I'm sitting here thinking that as, as me, you're, you're in your own head. You're just like, okay, it's me in a basement again. But there's something else that the listener or the they're looking at more than that is the experience of this means something different to me you know what i mean so i i told them like or even cooler a banter like same thing for you and coda all your experiences together like you do you do a live video where talking about your early days with him like yeah uh, actually that that it's it's really a uh, impeccable timing because tonight me and cody are supposed to do a podcast and kind of chart chart everything we've done up until this record and talk about it and uh that that's uh that, that's uh that's uh, uh I'm, I'm working on that <laughs> or, or even if, if you guys get a get a cool i haven't seen this yet on but i'm i'm i'm, I'm looking for it like duos people that have have, have a relationship or working together a lot like hey coda i'm just gonna shout out da 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 and you have like a thing you know we have our unlanguage the thing that yeah the, the, Carthy's in. Well, <laughs> I a ton of, then you start doing that online, you know, two minute live video. And then he makes a response to that. Dave, all you see little people out there, I just want to say, dude, fill in the blank, whatever. And then you come back again with a response. For you. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I, I just see this situation creating a lot of cool, creative content that might not have been otherwise, you know, thought about for sure so. and like people have time to observe it so you can be more interactive with it interactive sure. with it and uh and the fact that you gotta this is the platform how do you get creative with it how do you uh what do you, and there's a thousand different possibilities that no one's come across yet and i think so. uh everyone's doing something with it and trying to be active and proactive about it and uh the more minds added we're gonna have some cool stuff for sure so two things, uh, two requests for you, Mr. Ziggy. The uh, make sure you let me know when the podcast uh, is up with you and Coda, and uh, the origin of Ziggy. <laughs> that um, it's not as good of a story, but 
So <laughs> it's, it's really not. It's not that great of a story. A buddy of mine. So when I was going to uh, the Phoenix, yeah. um, I was in high school, and uh, a buddy of mine was like, oh, Dave, you play guitar. Ziggy played guitar. You're Ziggy. It was just, he just nicknamed people. That was like, yeah, if he was a character in a cartoon, he would be the guy that would just name people. And he's like, yeah, you're Ziggy. So he just always called me Ziggy. So I kind of stuck with it. And, uh, the you know, Zig at the gig's got kind of a ring to it. And Ziggy hey. D's got more of a zig to it, more of a, a sound to it than I think Dave Dickey. <laughs> you know. That's huge, though, dude. That's It's the same thing with the, the Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to a, I was talking to Brent Kirby yesterday, because he's playing on the same show with Emily Keener. Very and, talented. Um, yeah, and uh, we were talking about he does a, a couple of different styles of like gigs and means of work, and he was a uh, he was saying you kind of got to be ready for everything. And then I brought up the Bruce Lee quote that you introduced me to, and I shared it with him, and he's like, "Who said that?" I'm like, "George Hartwig." He's like, "Furious." I'm like, "Yeah." So things like that, th- things like that stick out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did credit, dude. This is the other dude talking about Bruce Lee and our, our mutual connection on that. The 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 Tao of Jeet Kune Do, like yeah. he Bruce Lee. Besides being one of the most badass martial artists, um, and you probably know this because you know his life. But for your listeners out there, when when outside forces create a situation that traps you or puts you in, I think he was uh, going hard and heavy and uh, he would weight train. He would martial arts train. He was doing movies. He, I think it was the deadlift. He was doing a deadlift and he didn't warm up properly. And that's what messed back. The doctor said he would never do martial arts again. And so while, while he was recovering, cause he wasn't, he, he's like, I know that's, that's not an option. I, I will do. And they're, they're like, he did obviously. Yeah. That, but but during, during the recovery period, um, he, he was, he was able to get out all of the philosophies that were up here on, on the paper. And, and I've been thinking about him a lot, man, Bruce Lee, not only all the quotes and all the awesome wisdom and stuff, but the, um, when we're in this situation as musicians too, we are in the era where we should all be thriving, not just surviving. We should be thriving. And, and by that, I mean the, the, the model where you just go into a club, play for your people and get paid and go home, or you teach a lesson and you, you put your time into there, you inspire your group of people that is physically in front of you. You need that. And you, you, you will, will always have to have that, but you also need to start digitizing your, if, if, if you have something to offer the world, I believe you should start digitizing that because there's going to be a time where furious George no longer walks the earth, where Mr. Ziggy no longer walks the earth. And it's, you think about the five-year plan, 10-year plan. What about, the life plan. How do you want to be remembered? And that to me is always going through my head is the, is the, is, is the 60 year old guy going to look back on this guy right now and say, you did everything. I'm proud of you, man. We did everything that we could. And, and 
we have no regrets. We tried it. We failed. We tried this. We succeeded. But we hammered everything instead of, oh, man, I don't know. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if I'm ready. And I don't, I don't, it's, uh, it's tough. It's a, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Am I good enough? Am I? Do I do I look good enough? Am I? You know, all the things. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I mean, definitely. Look at this face, dude. <laughs> yeah. Weather beat face. So, this guy though, this guy. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's that's a hundred percent. The that's uh, someone keeps sending me shit. Um, oh shit, did I lose you? Hold on, hold on. I there still hear you. Okay, there we go. Um, no, you're hundred percent right. And like, I think that's a great mindset to be in as far as if even if in a non-challenging time like now, but just to always be proactive and taking everything at the moment and doing as much as you can and, um, trying things and not being afraid to. And if they leave a mark, they leave a mark. If you do your cover band ends up opening for Metallica, your cover band open, you know what I mean? Like just going out there and doing it and being in it. Most of the, most of I think music or any type of creative endeavor, endeavor, I get a quarantine brain, man, uh, endeavor. Uh, <laughs> That's all of us, baby. Yeah. Like, as soon as you go out and you attempt to do it, most people realize you're attempting to do it and like see what you're doing, hear what you're saying. And like, I think that just comes out to attempting to do it, just taking action and following through good so, or bad. One thing I've wondered, amigo, along your personal journey, because your nature is just so, so positive, spiritual, and good, and and and, and the thing that I when when I first thank met you, I thank you, brother. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for staying true to the Ziggy, man. Um, when 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 I first met you, I'm like, that was my that was my biggest wish to the universe was like, dude, please don't let the some of the batterings of this business <laughs> mar your spirit, your soul, dude. And, 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 uh, um, that's, that's what I've wondered with, with your journey. Cause we haven't talked too much. We, we try to keep it on the up and up, but like haters, have you, have you had, uh, have you had, I can't, I can't see you um. having many, many haters or many, I can imagine like business obstacles or like, Oh, you know, Dave, uh, can we just get you next time on the pay? The, the usual musician stuff. Kind yeah. Of thing, but um, any, uh, well, any, there, I'm trying to think. Cause like I had, like, I was lucky enough to have you as a, as a role model to like, see how it can be done and like, see how to handle yourself in those situations and how like to, uh, how to learn to get, how to be dedicated and focused and determined to do a thing. Um, so with that kind of installed, like from the rip, I knew whatever I was going to do was going to be a lot of work and was going to be relentless. And yeah. there was a, there's a certain level of carrying yourself through that. So with that in mind, even with, I'm trying to, maybe there's a couple internet people here and there, or there's a couple people like after a set, that would be like, looks like you're having fun. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the classic like that, but, uh, yeah, you, you, it though, dude, oh my God, that's, <laughs> that's sweet. That's great. Dude. But uh, yeah. I, I've I think, kind of uh, found a way to um, write it off in the sense of a, 
Like going to even you introduced me to the Bruce Lee stuff and knowing that the the yin and the yang that for every good there's bad and invite that like installed right at the beginning and I'm very super grateful to have learned that from you from the rip because that kind of mentally prepared me for whatever kind of would come and like there hasn't been there hasn't been too many flops we got the a lot of like oh yeah you guys will definitely be at that opening slot and uh, no response or you know what I mean like stuff like that but like and promise promises yeah and usually when something like that happens i get all hyped up i'm like cody do we need to like start doing like internet videos we need to start like developing our own thing because this is ridiculous you know what I mean? <laughs> so i i try to be um positively uh enforcing from any like negative stimulus or negative uh outcome of a thing well remember with the yin yang too right because if if you get um Dude, one of the biggest highs for me was uh, when Battery, we went to Honduras. So that was the first time I'd been out of the country. That was the first time I've ever played out of the country. And and the way they promoted it was literally like we were Metallica. So we're in, uh-huh. we're in, we're in this large p- third floor of this parking. It's the malls. So it's hard to, it's hard to even take, take um, a parking garage from any city that has multi-stories, let's say it has three and quadruple the size of the top level. Maybe, maybe, maybe give it six times. It was, it was huge. And then put a backdrop of the Honduran mountains against that. And then put a stage the same size that Metallica would play on. And that's what we're walking into. (laughs) And I'm looking at, and this was the first time for the band too. The, The cool thing I, I had probably one of the shortest tenures in the band, about two years, 09 to 11, but we uh, accomplished a lot. Of, they went to Alaska for the first time. Um, we accomplished a lot with us. And, dude, I I, I, I want to think it was just because the whole band was aligned on, on finally a positive energy after about the first six months of them exercising the demons of yeah. whatever the past was with, with, with you know, I don't Hetfield know. four part about headfield that wasn't part of headfield four oh, right? okay so it's just don't but they took it out they they made sure to, to <laughs> yeah, as, as, as an uh, exorcism tool sometimes but uh no it was it was i'm sitting here and i'm, I'm looking at this dude and i'm just like I, I can't remember where we swung from this oh the positive energy right yeah so i'm playing and and and, and part of me is going i started doing this in 06 and this is 2010 and now I'm on a stage in a foreign country with almost no one that knows English. And they're all looking at me like I'm James Hetfield, like I'm Metallica. And, and I can see how so many like people, like if you're, if like, if you guys are in that right place, right time, and you will eventually be, man, if you guys keep slamming it, it might take five more years, might, might take 10. If, if you're all in it for the, the long haul and you guys choose to do that, but you catch that one ear of that one guy that's got a lot of money or a lot of influence and he has good intentions. Yeah. Sea level, level, because it's just, it could be from here to here, but the longer you spend building gorilla style, the way you guys do it, the more balanced you guys are going to be getting to that level of this where it's like, but it's so hard, right? When, when you get that, there's that buzz, you're like, Oh, dude, we're going to open, we're going to do this. Yeah. And when that happens, t- thinking about that yin yang thing, right? It's like, breathe, 
Remember, this is a moment, a fleeting moment of your life. Internalize it, memorize it, videotape it, store it, appreciate it, but don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. You know, don't, don't remember. Remember this the, the time to get up and go to work tomorrow, baby. Co yeah. Cody, what are we doing tomorrow for sea level? Okay. Well, all right. All right, man. How, how can I make my, in your case, all right, we got it. We got to take care of my kids. Got to, got to take care of this dude. Got to take care of your significant other. Got to take yeah. care of your. I see the kitty constantly. That's cool, yeah. Man. Yeah, I'm trying to. They they keep running around behind me. That's why oh. I keep turning because I keep like what's going on in the cat <laughs> in the cat cave doing the podcast. Um, but yeah, no, that's a hundred percent important. And like, I think it's. Um, I think there's a if you kind of develop from the ground up, and it's not an easy road. There's more of a appreciation for people that are going down that same road and have gone past that same road. You know what I mean? Like for someone who's gone through it or is going through it, it's a lot easier to appreciate going from a to a prime before getting to C or whatever it is like yeah. getting from one spot to the next. And if you kind of just jump the gun and go a to Z, there might not be a appreciation for someone who's a done the bar circuit or who's done the, who's done the DIY tour before they did the venue tour. You know what I mean? Like, Who's Dude, done I, the? <laughs> I I I don't I I never I look at it, I'm looking at right now I'm looking at this list and I don't I don't know if I maybe you'll be able to see this. Let's see. You see this? Yeah, it's a pretty uh, lengthy list. I can't read it, but I, it's okay. And you scroll down and there's more. Uh, <laughs> nice. Oh. What am I looking at? <laughs> Dude, I was I, it was uh, exhausting yesterday because i'm going through and i'm like i realized i had to reach out to all these people so i'm trying to put together this comprehensive it's about 13 years of history of all the venues gotcha. musicians and jammers so i can put it into this cohesive uh live stream show thing on friday and it's literally just a it's going to be a video of gratitude of of thank 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 you universe for Everyone, I, I'm, I'm going back and I'm realizing that every one of these people, like I go, you, you go to do a show, you know, 13 years later, an acoustic show and so-and-so shows up and this person shows up. And, and if you allow yourself to think back on the history of, you said it before, what was the quote about people? Uh, Without people, you're nothing. This plain simple. Without people, you're nothing. Dude, that's, that should be the, that's, that's maybe the theme of this whole, this, this whole interview, do this, my, my whole thing tonight, because going back to something I didn't complete with my dad, I, there's a lot of the negative from him. Right. Yeah. But he, I didn't, I've met some of the most sincere, real, my most dear friends, the more, more than I would have ever imagined in, in the music business, fans, friends, musicians, uh, <laughs> brothers, so to speak. Yeah. It's, uh, I, 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 I'm, and, and the one word that just keeps buzzing in the head is gratitude, brother. It's just nothing, but I'm, I'm looking and I'm like memory after memory, after memory, after memory, my, my belief with your, with, if you're doing music, you've got to, it's like, it's like an investment. You have to put so much into it before the returns. It's like this. Yeah. Very. It's like, the input output and input output theory, and it's a slow output. But 
they'll put seven years of work in and you'll still be looking at, let's say you're an original, let's say you're a songwriter. I've been at this craft for seven years and I'm still playing locally. I've played a couple of States here and there, da, 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 da. And, and I have, I have maybe 10,000 followers on YouTube and, and, and my, da, da, da. that's an impressive well, <laughs> no, get followers I'm not, on YouTube. I'm, I'm impressed. Well, no, I'm not yeah. Yeah. I know, saying, I know, hypothetically, but right, someone taking that for granted, but not realizing that. Well, yes, but you have you have one hundred videos out, whether you're vlogging or of your original songs, and all digitized. All of that content is digitized, so that is sitting there. And if you continue to grow that and contribute with integrity, honesty, and your put it all into there because people know when you're, when you're, you're not, when you're not real, dude, people, that's sure. the one thing about, about music, dude. It's the same thing with acting. Like you can see it in a movie and you're like, I, I don't dig this. This is not, I don't, I feel nothing from this. If you don't leave it on the stage and there's, you know, I'd like to say I did it with every gig that I've done in my life so far, but 90%, yeah. you know, the, there's those weeks where it's just like we're it's hard human. To, it's hard to get through it for sure, but that's that's part of it too, to some degree. Is like when you're doing it, you can't. When you're doing it full time, you can't stop, and you're always in front of people. So there's gonna be nights where you're like, all right, bar's not responding. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, whatever, we're gonna get through this. Well, and it's gonna be a less exciting night, but it's gonna happen. And like, and that could that could be the night, dude, where you walk in. And, and the, how many times has this happened to you, dude? You're not feeling it. There's very few people in the bar and you make your best friend. You make a fan that is still, is still a fan and a friend seven years later. That's. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. There's some, for me, like doing the depot, I've been doing the open, uh, Mike night at the depot for like five years. Dude, and like cheers to that jam. I cheers to your consistency on that. I, I see it post of every week and, and, and that's, 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 that's part of your legacy, man. Now that, that, that it? is, now it's just roll that, roll that sucker. Yeah. Trying. I don't know now. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I would go, I, that would be after teaching all day from like oh. seven in the morning, teaching to like four and then a nursing home and then straight to the mic night. So my set would always be like, uh, either there or like lagging, and then as soon as someone come up would come up and jam, there'd be like this breath of like, "All right, we're doing this. This is fun now." But it took that like fresh air and like, yeah. but uh, I got to this mindset after uh, actually this year with it with a, a buddy of mine said he had a quote. Another teacher had a quote on the board that said, "Remember where you were when you before you or remember where you were before before you wanted to be here," and like. That oh, kind of, yeah. And you're like, oh, I remember when I wanted to be a Mike Knight guy. Now I am a Mike Knight guy. God, yeah, this is sick. And it's just the kind of that gratitude of that. Uh, where were you before when you wanted to be doing what you're doing now? That now you're tired or whatever. And like, it's kind of a go back and self check type thing. Well, it's the same thing, man. Like to do this, to do this um, synopsis of the the whole. You know, yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for it, man. I hope I have, I hope I can get everything organized the way I want to in time, man. Um, I'm hoping that, um, 
Here, here's the thing that, that I realized with that though, too, during that, uh, so let's go from Phoenix where I met you. Then it was full force rock shop in seven Hills. I did a, uh, I was hosting that by myself. Then it was, yeah. uh, <clears throat> yeah. What, full O'Malley, was O'Malley's for that place. Yeah. With the pool, <laughs> Johnny Paul, RIP, yeah. um, and then McCarthy's and that's McCarthy's one, once like it's it's like a game of dice like yeah. when when McCarthy's lined up okay we've got three owners one of them is a musician and he plays in a band at the bar it's a young staff they're willing to try anything they're not battle hardened bar warriors where up uh, the open mic you only had one person you know we should shut this down it's the yeah. first one so like when when McCarthy's was there that was like okay dude this 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 is where it really feels. But at, the, at that era, I was in, the, dude, I, I call it warrior mode. Same, same thing, dude, like what you're talking about. You get to the jam night. You're, you go to eight, you're, you show up at Aces Depot. You, you're driving there. I don't know if you've had this experience mentally, but I, there are times I'm, I, I teach a lesson in the morning. Then I have to, to go to Strongsville. I set up all the stuff for the jam night at McCarthy's at uh, one, one hmm. one piece ish. Yeah. Drive to Brunswick where I was teaching at Bruno Brothers, do about five hours worth of lessons there, come back to McCarthy's uh and host the open mic night. Now I'm let's say Mel Mapes. I Mel Mapes does not care about everything that we went through before, right? And this yeah. you and I yeah and I probably a very small handful of people in this in this town it's a unique thing dude where you don't stop at open mic host it's 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 a b c d and e like and i we, and then i have to, i have a responsibility the feeling of responsibility to all of this to keep it going so but the the the, the behind the scenes of this in the car I gotta be up, 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 yeah. right? So you're driving. I remember driving, driving to McCarthy's, right? And and dude, for whatever reason that day, the lessons were just exhausting. Nobody did their homework, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I, I was feeling beat up. Um, also during the battery years, too. Yeah, when you're the, road dogging. My voice coming off of a four day freaking Texas tour, trying to and now, uh, and now we're now now we're going in and and. Mel Mapes or Katie Speckman, first first people that come into the jam night, they're up. They got their drinks. And yeah. Everybody's ready for, and it's probably the same thing at Depot, everybody's ready for the Ziggy D's jam night. And we got to come in and pretend like none of that happened. And now we're here, right? And 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 our, I guess our investment, my friend, is, is, is our soul. I mean, literally yeah. how... The, the investment thing, talking about this, the, the, the trail, you, you leave 10 years of honest, pure, just good hearted, everything to your students, to your, whatever, to your, to your, your jammers, to your, your fans of sea level, you leave that. And sometimes month after month, it'll feel like, I don't know if I have much more to give and, and you just keep finding it. You keep finding it. You keep finding it. But where that gas tank gets replenished is 
this stuff starts coming back to you and it's, it's it, karma. I, this, yeah. and yeah, it, it comes back in spades when we first start doing this. And this is for every musician, man, you, you've got to pay a ton of it forward though. And you have to just trust that the investment in people's experiences is going to, that's you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll receive so much more than you give at some point, but you don't know when that is. That's the problem. We don't know. <laughs> don't for know sure. When that, that gas tank for on the other end is going to fill us back up again. Well, the picks I have saved are not accessible because of a power supply issue with my, ah, oh, uh, does uh, he get the, does he get the, does he get the song? I'm going to, I'm going to call it up on my browser here and see. <laughs> Was it? I, I agree with that. And a lot of, a. Uh, a lot of like with Mike Knight, it's that reward comes from supplying that once a week. That's Mal Mapes' time to to get on that mic, and you know what I mean. And you you supply that, and like the fact that you can offer that to somebody is more rewarding than some shows. And that's why you can do them every week, and that's why everyone. That's why more people get involved. Well, that's the whole thing. I take it back. Once you get people involved into a thing, that's when that thing will start to flourish. So whatever it may be, if it's if it's a if it's a show, if it's a art project, if it's a a novel, whatever, the more people you get involved, the more heart and soul they put into it with you, and then it becomes a it becomes a group effort as opposed to a single effort, and I feel like that leads to a more successful event, show, piece, book, whatever, album. How long? Uh, I don't. I don't want to run you too much, Dave. I don't know how, how long is your. Do you have a format that you usually go as far as your length of time? I don't. Nah, run dude, we. This has been great, George. Uh, we've the like. Um, well, before I, we've almost done two. This is awesome. This is probably the longest podcast. Um, I think I've done, and uh, <laughs> most of, most podcasts that uh, go about two hours and. Uh, okay. That's cool. But lately, I've been doing. I've been attempting to do twenty minutes with each person. <laughs> And I was going to no 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 it's good because I've, <laughs> I've attempted with Gauze with Gauze group because I wanted to put it on one episode so everyone yeah. can promote it so I'd do twenty with Emily twenty with Brent and twenty with Jenna but it didn't pan out like that and I did an hour with two the other person didn't get back you know what I mean like whatever it is so I'm just putting them out as it is everyone's like uh, been giving me the time so I you know honor that and put the whole thing out oh, dude, but um, before we wrap it. I want you to talk about what you're doing tomorrow with your live stream because I think that's a really cool way for a uh, – I was talking with another guy, Ryan uh, Matthew, who's running a um, Cleveland meal plan. He's a chef, and their, uh, their kitchen just had their grand opening the week all this went down, and now they're getting they, – they're, they're essentially closed. You're still you know selling food, but – they're trying to uh they're getting all these donations of restaurants that can't sell their food and they're making meals and they're dropping them off and people that are in the are in the service industry or like don't have work can come and get like a meal like it's like a week's worth of food and um it's awesome i forget why i brought up ryan but uh <laughs> i had a point to why i brought him up um maybe trying to make a parallel between that and oh yeah 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 so uh, we were talking <laughs> We were talking about um, how important it is to like incorporate the local businesses that are still doing stuff and being aware of what that they're still here and they still are doing stuff. Thanos, <laughs> um, the snap of Rona. 
But uh, so what you're doing, I think, really plays into what we were talking about yesterday. Um. All right. So with the the pod or the uh, live stream stuff with uh, um, Travis's for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What was what was the name of the venue? The uh, serving food. Oh, oh. Okay. So for um. Yeah. So to kind of. Uh, no, not Trivs. Trivs okay. New Jersey. So it's uh, mutton jets. Ah. <laughs> but I, I started like so when when I started doing this live stream stuff, I started to think about I, I want to replace the for me just personally it was I, I need to keep I'm gonna I need to keep my musical gears lubricated and I'm not uh, business as usual for me. That was going through my head as soon as I saw that announcement. <laughs> business as usual, meaning that I am still going to do my part. I'm going to, it was a three hour show. It's a three hour show. It's this is this. And then I'm going to adapt it to whatever, what, what, however the medium, however the medium says this, this has to be this, there has to be a change here. So, um, I was supposed to do a jam night on Thursday with Gary Stulak and, and Felix at Mutt and Jeff's. And I started thinking, well, the zoom thing, I've, I've, I've seen the software. I don't, I'm not equipped for any of that. And, and, you know, obviously financially, since all my income came from stuff that's just been cut off. Yeah. It's hard to invest. Dude, I'm online buying, I'm looking at all these, these cool, like, Oh, that, okay. I'm going to buy a zoom H five and, and I'm looking at my, my bank account. I'm like, well, how are you uh, going to do, you know, I, now zoom but, H mixer. No, it's just a, it's a portable, the portable audio recorder, the H5. It's got oh, the, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I got this what? Zoom L8 thing and that's been working pretty well, but I've heard those are good. Yeah. I invested so, before all this, <laughs> not uh, knowing anyway. So for, the gate, uh, Mike Knight, Mutton Jeffs. Yeah. For your listeners out there, the, the website is it's facebook.com slash furious George music. And it's a, uh, um, it's a play on Curious George. Just think Angry Monkey and then music after it. Curious. <laughs> and uh, Dave got me a book that I still have back here, actually, for, for Furious George. Uh, so, oh. yes. I swear, to, I'm just gonna keep. You just do. It's it's the quarantine brain. We all got it. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> live stream we're doing tonight has has to do with. Um, me basically detailing uh and it's a letter of gratitude realizing that uh all of the people and places that i've met specifically through cleveland jam nights in different incarnations sometimes i was the the moderator and the host sometimes i was the co-host that was brought in here and there um but it's uh going to be kind of a love letter to and of course, uh, present company is is all over. I'm like, <laughs> the way the way I had to try to organize this. I'm like, okay, here was the venue, here was the owner, here's how it started. Here were my co-hosts if I wasn't the main host, and here were the key musicians and friends and fans. Here were some key moments, and I'm going through the whole history. Remember that, and uh, I, I, I'm like, my God, dude, Dave and I are are connected for the <laughs> first first two thirds of this. It's like. Dave Dickey Coda, Dave Dickey Coda, Dave Dickey Coda. <laughs> and the whole, the whole, like every time I see the sea level thing, I'm like, dude, all of this, it, it's accidental, dude. That's the thing. That, that is mind blowing. All, all of it, it. It is crazy. Like 
we could have lived this whole life without meeting each other in the same, you know, in the same town. And For like, real? and I, right. maybe, yeah, it's, it is crazy. And I, and I saw, um, and I'm, I'm going back through all the way to the, the, no, the, the, the Phoenix thing. And I'm like, dude, I, I actually saw the first sea level jam ever. And, and somebody <laughs> first time you wrote a jam together, dude. I, yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know if I have it on my YouTube or my feed. Somebody's got it somewhere, whether it's his mom or somebody, but dude, that video, you know how like you'll watch a live performance and then 10 years later, because of events and things that have passed, it'll become epic for some reason. Like this was this, this was this. And, uh, I, I'm looking, I'm looking for that video now going, Oh my God, this would be awesome. If I could find, if I could find the video of, of you guys just jamming and, and, and kind of direct people to it. It's like, dude, this, this for anybody out <laughs> there, any level didn't come out of here, you know, furious George, like my, my repertoire of crazy songs and stuff came from, playing in many different bands and then a lot of the jam nights where you come in and and let's say this guy says well these are some of the standards we do well i don't do those well yeah. you, you gotta <laughs> <laughs> yeah you come in right. with them next yeah. so uh i'm hoping and and i'm i'm gonna leave it kind of organic i have a whole outline of, of things that i want to cover and i literally invited on facebook every single person that's part of this and so far only 22 people have responded. So I'm thinking it's because this is so new. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking people are kind of like, especially a lot of the, the higher, the, the, the guy, the elder statesman, so to speak of the clear music scene They're They're going, what, what is this now? Yeah. Jam? Or it, this is just him. I don't want somebody to talk about me. You know what I mean? So I, I have a feeling that there's a miss, uh, misunderstanding it, from a, like, you know, yeah, exactly yeah. I, supposed to I think nope. as soon as you start doing it and people start sharing your live streams like they've been doing and they see what you're doing, it's going to be much more clear because visually anything on social media, if it's not a picture or just like, check this out, if it yeah. involves really like kind of reading a thing, people are like, what is this? So I think as soon as you start doing it, people are going to become hip to it and like, and I, I think the live, the live stream will go either way tonight, but my gut and this is the thing with these live streams. I expect zero people to tune in, but um, if you get five or six, my what would be really awesome is if we have a bunch of people there that were part of this history and they're able to start sharing their memories or they start posting pictures, you know, to, to the, to the event or something. We can, we can all, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. The community people, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and, and uh, my hope is that I'll be able to kind of get through from then to the present day and, and have a, a nice sharing experience. But then uh, I'm guessing that some people tune in and want just music and they'll hear this guy sitting here. And uh, so they'll be, well, okay, this is what I signed up for. So I don't think it's going to, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of marketing is that where it's not going to, I'm going to be playing tunes, but they're going to be tunes that mean something to me or have a memory associated with, that time so of course we talked about hey joe spoiler alert yeah <laughs> uh, uh, as soon as i thought of no as soon as i thought of, of of the phoenix dude i'm like there is no there is no other song because yeah i mean that that represent it got to the point like that was coda's first jam right yeah that was yeah and he was singing it i think oh my god remember there was that whole set where he like 
I will occasionally during a set start playing Sunshine of Your Love and he gets so mad. He's like, I hate that song. <laughs> Go <Coda! laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I got to call Cody and make sure we both tune into it. I know. I, like, what I'm hoping for, man, is that um, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's going to be a slow burn after the fact because someone that was connected, let's say from the McCarthy's era or somebody that was connected, say from the, the, the Phoenix era, the early stuff. When I start covering it, they'll share it with someone and then, Oh, you know, and they'll say, Oh, the early part of the video, he talks about this and, Oh, he mentions you, uh, uh, Mike and blah, blah, blah. So I'm hoping this is one of those videos. It's like it, 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 it gets shared and, and, and the people that are all mentioned in it somehow hear the, that they're being, Yes, and thank you because um, it's such a disjointed. Like it's, it's a big risk. I mean, big risk for me uh, in in a way because I there's so many disjointed factions of musicians and groups that I've uh, been trailed through, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the goal with all of that was to 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 be cool with all of them and develop a mutual musical language of respect and hopefully learn something from each other. And I can't, I'm looking at this list. I'm like, I can't say that that's not happened with any, like every single person, dude. Uh, even, even, even like some of the fans, uh, Lena, Lena Paul, yeah. when, when she came out to a doc and Louis gig, sometimes you were talking about being part of a community recognition, right? She comes in, and uh, I remember her taking pictures at some of their gig, and I'm like, "Hey, hey let a Polly in the house." It was a Doc and Louis gig, and from that point forward, it, it was—I think it was just a recognition of this guy remembers that I took pictures. Sometimes, yeah, us as musicians, we get so caught up my craft, my world, my song, my gig, my this, my 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 my, and it's like, dude, if if someone is bobbing the head to your song, you don't know them. It's your job, not theirs, to be like, "How's going?" Thanks for yeah. hanging out. Like, yeah, break the ice. I'm, I'm like, is it too loud over there? I'm, I, I'm causing your head to move. I just want to, <laughs> you know, like, just, uh, is this is this discomfort? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's the idea behind the the live stream. That's going to be awesome. And well, what and you were uh, another thing you were saying that if if they tune in and drop your name for the one on Saturday at Mutt and Jeff's, they get like a, 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 a discount or some sort. Yeah. So, um, what I'm trying to do also, because not, not only my livelihood was affected by, um, all the bars and stuff closing. And that's the first thing we think as musicians, how am I going to support my family? How am I, well, how I was able to support my family is that the venue existed they hired the staff, they got the booze, they have the great menu and they have the great atmosphere. And then we are six. We're, uh, let's yeah. bring this guy. Right. Yeah. So would I have all these relationships and these people without the venues and without the cultures established? So I thought, well, how can, is there a way that I can cope from, is there a way I can, you know, uh, bring, even though, even though I'm not playing at the venue, is there a way I can bring it together? So I was talking to the, the promo girl, Marie at, uh, Fairview and I'm very good friends with the, the owner and I, I was just spit storming. I said, what if we do uh, a promotion where during the show, 
they call in an order, they give a promo code like Furious, and I just threw it out there, Furious, uh, they get a discount or they get something off the order, and then the, the owner's like, great idea, <clears throat> let's do $10, uh, $10 gift card if they spend $50 or more in food. So it's we're not at the Fairy Tavern, but they're ordering tavern food, they're getting a gift certificate saying thank you for ordering here, on top of that, when the venue reopens and the bars have to kind of reestablish themselves and, and everything's, everybody's trying to get back on their feet, there's going to be incentives, hopefully. Uh, and I, I'm doing that with Barley Jacks, too, man. I, I was, Sick. I was, I was, nice. I was, I was trying, trying to. I was texting with Judy, or texting with Jay, rather, and he said, let's let's get a promo going with Judy. Um, and I think we should do that for, for all artists, whatever we set up. Yeah. You know, if you look, if I can during, help in with that one, I'll do that one, too. Hell yeah, dude. If... if, if if, if you listen in during, during the, the, the Ziggy show between the hours and, and it doesn't just have to be the playing hours. I, I, the venue can go like all day. If any, any food order comes in and you order more than 50 bucks, you mention code Ziggy, you get, uh, another, another, another way is maybe $5 off 50, uh, $10 off a hundred, et cetera, like a scale yeah. thing, but something, you know, something that, that a, a promotion that rewards people, people love free. I mentioned also scratch off gift cards from where uh, the gas stations. Yeah. Stupid, you know? yeah. But something that's not going to cost the venue money, but that will help support the local businesses that have put food on my table, you know? Um, so that's the Saturday gig and, and, and Fairview Tavern is a big place for me because I've been playing there for a while and there's a really good fit with my show and what they do. And I've met a lot of good friends and people there. So hopefully not only will the peeps tune in that are, that are part of our usual experience, but we'll get some awareness of the Fairview Tavern um, and Mutton Jeff's. And that uh, what I'm trying to do with every one of my shows is send, send that show out in tribute to the place I was going to be playing at originally. I don't know how long that's going to go, yeah. but it's, it's, it's literally like, thanks for the work, you know? Yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, George, I appreciate your time, my friend. This was a, this was a, this was a great, a great. This was a doozy for sure. We definitely, uh, if this was the twenty minute thing, we definitely surpassed that. But no, I, this has been awesome. It's really been good to catch up. And maybe, uh, maybe next time we'll pick like a if, uh, a focus of something, uh, you know, like so yeah, we can do yeah. What, however, however your your show rolls, dude. And, it's basically we're doing what we're doing. I I, I want to. Uh, introduce the world to the people I know just by talking and having people be the kind of ear on the ear on the wall. And I think, uh, I think we did a really good job of, uh, <laughs> diving ahead first and, uh, blah, 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 showing people who you are. So I really appreciate it, George. And tonight, 7 PM, the Mike Knight gratitude tomorrow, 7 PM as well. Yep. And sweet. Cool beans. Well, I'll try to get this out ASAP. All right, George. Dude, keep happy, healthy. Keep me on the on the on the alert for what you guys are doing, sea level, you and everything else. Otherwise, podcasts, uh uh live shows, brother. Cause what I'm trying to do too on on the final note is anytime that I see Tony Schultz tonight is playing a, a live from I think he started seven. It just popped up in my feed. Yeah. So Tony it's great, great a local musician, great jammer. I think um, somebody else posted a live show, but I'm trying to when uh, when I post my stuff to uh, expose people to other musicians. So uh, I'll keep I'll keep a lookout for yours and Coda's stuff, man. It was 
Yeah, no, I think you've been doing a great job with that too, and so is Dave Lasco, and like uh, a lot of people are being more aware of just the musicians that maybe we weren't always aware about. Right on, brother. KJ, Christine, first yeah. time I ever- Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Dude, and it, what was funny, it was so real because her her show, she had the, you see how she had the camera tilted the wrong, wrong way? Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm trying to, and, and then, uh, and then she figured it out, but um, she's like, does this sound good? Does this, is it? and I'm just looking at this, like, this is exactly what we're all going through as musicians. We're all trying to figure this crap out. She, she's looking <laughs> and, and I, 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 I thank you. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at this just like, this is badass. Now, not all of us will, will fall into a comfort zone with it, but, um, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome on, on my side when I'm always having to play Friday and Saturday to not only be able to see one artist, but sometimes five John Yonke. I actually saw his show, Freddie Jackson. Um, yeah, Freddie had a good setup. Oh dude. And he was, he's like, we're worried about it. I'm like, dude, out of the compare his backdrop to mine. <laughs> this, well, it, that's I, oh, man. It's going to be painfully aware, dude, that I'm like, I, I need to, I need to like, my basement is messy. <laughs> 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 that's why I, I did a I did a one on the sea level page by myself and I just put a backdrop up that we've been using for shows I'm like cover yeah. up the mess but uh it, that works brother something that but alright George I'm gonna pause this uh I'm gonna link everything below 